0: In Parshas Behaischa we read about the Korban Pesach shani. We read that if a person was unable to bring a Korban Pesach on the 15th day of Nisan he may bring um, he may bring a Korban Pesach on the 14th day of the next month of Iyar. There is a historical background to this but let's uh, we're going to skip over that and begin with the Pesukim where we are actually commanded about this mitzvah of Korban Pesach Shaney. And Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, Speak to the Bene Yisrael saying, Any person, if he will be, if he will be, if he has become, because of contact to a dead body. Or if he will be, on a derech rechayko, if he will be far away from the Beis Hamikdash, We'll talk quite a bit in Mir HaShem about that phrase, derech but the simple translation is, if the person will be far away, he's unable to make it to the Beis Mikdash for his Korban Pesach. Lachem, for you, or the Doreh Seichem, or for all your generations. This person will make a Korban Pesach for Hashem, meaning if he was unable to do it the first time in Chodesh Nisan, he will still have a chance to make the Korban Pesach. When? In the second month of the year, in Iyar, on the 14th day of the month, in the afternoon, they will make this Korban, they will do this Korban. Al matzais and they will eat the meat of the Korban with matzah and moror, just like the first Korban Pesach. They may not leave over any of the meat of this Korban until the morning. And they may not break any of the bones of the Korban. Like all the law of the regular Korban Pesach, they will make this second Korban Pesach. The asher hu tahor, lo Lohayah, and a person, the, the person, who in, was tahor, he was not out on the road, v'chadal pesach, but he failed to make a Korban Pesach, he really had no good excuse for not being there, and yet he failed to bring the Korban Pesach, so that soul will be cut off from its nation. In other words, that person is Chayev Koresh. Ki korban Hashem because the korban of Hashem he did not bring at its proper time. That person will carry his sin. He will be liable for his sin. One more posseh. yagor ger and when a sojourner will live with you, meaning when a non-Jew will become a Jew, when a person will be misgayer, va'asa pesach l'adonoi, and he will make a korban pesach for Hashem, k'chuk ha'sa pesach uchem mishpatoy k'en like the law of the pesach and like its mishpat, like its regulations, k'en yase, so he too will do. Huka achasi yelachem, one law will be for all of you, v'lager u'de'ezracha oritz, and for the meaning both for the ger, for the convert, and the Ezracha Oretz, and for the born resident of the land. Okay, there are many many uh, halachas obviously, some of which Rashi touches on, many of which he does not. We're going to focus on a couple of particular points. Here's the Rashi. We're here on Pasuk yud, so it says, If a person will be Tamei Meis, Or he will be far away from the beis HaMikdash, and therefore he was unable to bring the Korban Pesach, so the Pasuk says he can make a different Korban Pesach, one month later, says Rashi, Obederech Rechei Kol, Rashi points out that according to the Mesorah, according to the tradition of how a Sefer Torah is to be written there is a Nikud, there is a dot on top of the word Rechokah Now the general principle as explained by Meforshim, is that when, and there are several places in the Torah which have such dots is that the Nikudais are mimayat, they they somehow reduce, they minimize the meaning of a certain phrase so here Rashi says there is a dot on top of the word to say not that this person was surely or or literally far away it's not only if he was very far away that he is uh, that he is excused for his failure to bring the korban Pesach Rishon and may take advantage of the opportunity to bring the korban Pesach Sheni not only in that case where he was vada'i, where he was really far away. Ella, rather, shehoyachutz the eskupes azora calls man shechita. If he was merely just outside the threshold of the main uh, courtyard of the Beit Hamikdash during the whole time of shechita, during the whole time that they were slaughtering the korban pesach, he was just outside the door. That's also called derech rochokah. Let's just say for a simple case. Uh, the halachas can become a little bit complex, but just a very simple uh, scenario, which certainly fits into the the halacha. If a person was coming from some distance away, in order to bring his korban pesach, and he's uh, he has some delays, there's a traffic jam on the uh, highway, and he's running, running, running. He's trying his best. He's he's, he's running, 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 and he's he's uh, and he's running through the uh, the reba Yehudi He's running through the uh, the Jewish section of Yerushalayim, which of course will all be Jewish, Shemir Sashem, but he's running, 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 and then and, and and the sun is almost going down, and and he finally arrives at the doorstep of the Beis HaMikdash, and the sun goes down, that's the end of the time for bringing the Korban Pesach, he didn't make it in time. So even such a person, he is also uh, excused for his uh, failure to get there on time, and he has an opportunity to bring the Korban Pesach Sheni. So that's how Rashi explains this word with the nakuda, with the dot on top, but Rashi continues. Pesach sheni, the second Pesach sheni, matzah v'chametz imay bebayis, the person may have matzah and chametz with him in his house, unlike the Korban Pesach Rishon, where the Torah says explicitly, almost explicitly, that one may not have any chametz in one's house at the time that one is in the Beis Amikdash, slaughtering one's Korban Pesach, but Pesach Sheni, you don't have to clean out the chametz. You could have matzah, you could have matzah in your house and chametz in your house. The Ein shame Yom type, there is no name, there is no institution of Yom type. it's not a Yom type. you can do Malacha on the 14th day of the year. The Ein Iser Chametz, and there is no prohibition of chametz even to eat the chametz, ima, ela, ima except together with the korban as he is eating it. He may not also eat chametz. There are, before we question even this, they're there to wonder about where Rashi got this, but we'll believe Rashi for the moment that there is no prohibition of eating chametz on Pesach Sheni, except as you are eating the korban Pesach, you may not also be eating a nice piece of uh, of challah. Otherwise, you could have the chametz in your house, you could have uh, no problem. Now, these are very important halachas, obviously, but the issue is that they, their source is not in this pasik. There's nothing in this pasik that tells us all of these halachas, that you're allowed to have chametz in the house and it's not a yom t'ayv, and you're even allowed to eat chametz as long as it's not together with the korban. That's nowhere in this, in this pasik. And as I've said many times, Rashi in his commentary on the chumash, is not a he is not compiling for us a shulchan Aruch and he is not uh, coming to remind us of important and useful halaches. that that's not his goal his goal is to explain shulchan Mikra, and to explain it I'll sit to explain the psukim al Sidrum in their order so here rashi uh without being asked unsolicited he tells us all kinds of interesting uh, halachic I won't call them tidbits because they're very important, but he's uh, volunteered to tell us a whole bunch of halachas, which don't come from this Basak. Why is he doing that? The Gurar the Maharal in his super commentary on Rashi explains as follows. We'll read some of his words. He says, what is Rashi coming to answer when he brings up this, the, these halachas, the Pesach sheni, uh, you're, you, um, pesach sheni you, you can have chametz in the house, etc, etc. So graya obviously was bothered also. What is Rashi doing over here? So he says, Boil the Tarates, Rashi is coming to answer a question. He says, since Rashi already explained that even if you are just chutzli askupis ha'azorah, you are called Racheik. Rashi begins his comment here, with a very important and relevant point, a point that is in the Pussek, that when the Pussek says, Derech that the person was far away from the base of Mikdash, and that's why he didn't bring the korban pesach reshine, it doesn't really mean that he was far away. It means he was any small distance away. Now, since Rashi began with that statement, so he says, Im kol mitzvay So the Rural says, we, if that's so, so now it means we're talking about a person who was able to do all the mitzvahs of the Chag, of the holiday of Pesach. Min matzah or maror or chametz. The person presumably would have been able to eat matzah. He's not out in the desert somewhere. He, he would be able to get some matzah and moror and chametz. He's in the city of Yerushalayim. Presumably lots of people in Yerushalayim have some matzah and moror that they can give him. And chametz, He he can do that also. And if so, when he will again make a Pesach Shani, when he'll come back a month later and bring the korban, it will come out. He's going to be eating twice the matzah and the moror. And he's going to destroy his chametz two times. Because he did would have done it by Pesach Rishani again, as he was not stranded in the desert somewhere where he couldn't have done any of these things, he was in, a, in civilization, he was in the city of Yerushalayim, so he would have done all of these things Pesach Rishani, he did do them, and on Pesach Sheni he's going to go back and do it again, the Maral does not want to suffer that possibility, he doesn't think that it makes any sense that the person should have to do it twice. Now he says, "E Bishlama, if you will say that derech means literally that he literally was very far away from the base of mikdash, and is talking about a person who could not do all of the mitzvahs of Pesach. Okay, so we would understand that when he is pushed off to Pesach Sheni, when he has to resort to the to the option of bringing the korban Pesach Sheni, so then he will at that time eat his matzah and destroy his chametz and." Um, and etc., and eat the moror, but he says that's not the case, as he has already pointed out. But the person that we are talking about, was has already performed all of the mitzvahs, how can he be pushed off the Pesach hasheni and then have to do it all over again? So he says that is the question that was bothering Rashi, and it all begins with what Rashi himself said, that rechoka. Does not mean literally far away, it means he was even a very small distance away from the base of Ekkdash. And therefore Rashi answers, Pesach the V'chula. Rashi answers with his little bundle of halachas. He answers that the Pesach sheni, um, you can have matzah and chametz in the house, there's no yomtev, there's no prohibition of chametz for the most part, meaning you don't repeat all of those mitzvahs. Now, well, according to what Rashi is telling us, Rashi is mechadish to us, he, he points out a new point that, no, he's only going to he's only going to make the Korban Pesach. He's not going to do biyachomets this time around, he did that already. He's not going to celebrate a yomtev, he's done that already. He's done that already. So if so, it comes out, he's not going to do these mitzvahs two times. So the morale is explaining that why did Rashi bring in these halachas, the source of which, in fact, is not in this pasik. The answer is because he wanted to answer a question that he had on this pasik. And this I've said many times, that although Rashi concentrates on the Pasik in front of him, and generally does not get involved in other Pesukins, and generally doesn't get too involved in halachic details if they, don't, if they are not derived from the Pesach at hand, from the Pusik that he is examining. But if there is a question on the Pesach in front of him, if there's a question that needs to be answered, of course, Rashi will use all the resources that are at his disposal, all the resources that he has. Of course, what are the resources that Rashi has? Rashi has He knows all the psukim from the whole Tanakh, and he knows all the halachas, and if he needs to bring them into the discussion in order to explain the Pasek that is in front of him, he will do so. All this is on what I like to call the technical level. On the level of content, it comes out, I mean, the morale is pointing this out to us, that when a person misses the Korban Pesach because he was at some distance, from the Beis HaNiktosh. so he gets another chance to bring the Korban Pesach, but only the Korban Pesach. The Yamtuf of Pesach, that's over. Either he did it because he was close enough, he was within a civilized place where he was able to celebrate the whole Yamtuf of Pesach and to remove his chametz and to eat. And 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 uh, he was able to do the whole thing. And, and uh, according to the the laws made the the and he drank his four koesais and he said the haggadah and he sang chagadiah. If he did it, great. If he did, it, it, he doesn't repeat it. And even if he didn't do it, in fact, even if he if he was stranded in the in the desert somewhere and he really couldn't do all of these mitzvahs, he does not do them now as part of pesach Shani. Pesach Shani is Solely an opportunity to make up for the lack of the Korban Pesach. Why is that? Why is that the only thing that you have to make up? And I think we can approach this question by looking at one of the other psukum that we began with. It says in these few psukim that we read the following, that if a ger will live with you, meaning if a non-Jew will convert to Judaism, he will make a Korban Pesach for Hashem, just like everybody else. Now, if you read the pasuk very, li- very literally, you can be led to believe that when a person becomes a Ger, he immediately has to bring a Korban Pesach. In fact, Rashi entertains that possibility. Rashi says, When this person will come to dwell with you, meaning he will come to be part of your nation, he will convert to be a Jew. Pesach, he will make a Korban Pesach. So Rashi asks, Yochol, perhaps it is, kolam Misgayir, Yasa Pesach Miyad. Perhaps anyone who is misgayer, anyone who converts to Judaism, Yasa Pesach Miyad, he must make a Korban Pesach immediately. Maybe making a Korban Pesach is part of the process of becoming a Geyer. So Talmud Loimer, no, Rashi says, that's not so. Talmud Loimer, the Pesach says, Chuka Achas. The end of the Pusik says there is one law, both for you and for the ger. So, a Jew doesn't have to bring a korban pesach uh, every year immediately. I mean, he brings it every year, but I mean, he didn't have to bring a korban pesach in order to become a Jew, and he doesn't bring a korban pesach any other time other than uh, the fourteenth of Nisan or occasionally the fourteenth of Iyar. So it can't be that if the if the ger became a convert on the twenty uh, third of uh, of that he has to immediately bring a korban pesach, he has achas. He has the same laws as we do. Ella, but so what does the Pesach mean? Kach This is the meaning of the Pesach. Ki when a ger will come and, and dwell with us, for us a he will make a korban pesach. pesachim When it will come the time for him to make the korban pesach together with all of his new Jewish friends with all of his new Jewish people, like the law and like the regulations he will make. In other words, the Pasuk is just uh, emphasizing that uh, Agar also has to bring a Korban Pesach. We'll talk a little bit soon about why that emphasis is required. The truth is Agar has to do all the mitzvahs. Why is the Torah picking on this one? But first, let's examine Rashi's Hava Amina, Rashi has this, this uh, consideration, he considers the possibility that perhaps a ger is yasa Pesach miyad, should have to make a korban Pesach immediately upon converting. It's true that Rashi teaches us, it's really based on a, on a sefer, on a midrash, Rashi teaches us that's not so. But the Hav the thought was not, not so far-fetched, certainly not based on the simple reading of the Pesach. If we look at the Pasuk again, when a ger will come live with you, he will make a Korban Pesach to Hashem. I, to me, it reads easier if you say, like Rashi's Havamina, like Rashi's first understanding that he has to make the Korban Pesach immediately. There is a general principle that even the Havamina of a Rashi, the Havamina of a Midrash is not a foolish idea. It's something that, upon further examination, upon looking carefully at the Pesach, turns out to be not so. But not that it's something foolish and totally wrong. What would be the sense, what sense would it make that that whenever a gear comes and converts to Judaism, he would have to make a korban pesach miyad? I mean, if this is a foolish idea, Rashi would not even not have even asked the question, and the Torah wouldn't have had to write the word Achas to tell us that it isn't so. There must be some sense to that. And the, I think the sense is we can understand the sense based on the previous Basak, which we also saw. The, the previous Basak says that if a person does not bring the Korban Pesach and he does not have a proper alibi, he was Torah. He was Baderach he was not out on the road. He simply was lazy about it. So, his soul will be cut off from his people. There is no other Korban that the Torah says if you fail to bring this Korban, you're going to get Chorus. Sometimes a person is shy of Chorus because he doesn't have era. He, Let's say he's Mechal Shabbos and he'll be high of Chorus. If he brings the Korban, he can take away the Chorus. But it's not the it's not the failure to bring the korban that makes him high of It's the it's the it's the commission of the sin, of chilul Shabbos. But here the Torah is saying, if you don't bring this korban, the nichrissa hi That soul will be cut off from its people. Now that is understood in halacha to be, the punishment of chorus, According to Rashi and others, it means the person will die uh, earlier than he should have. Uh, the Ramam talks about his soul being cut off in Eulam Habor. All of that is true, but if you look at the Pusik, look how the Pusik phrases it here. It does not phrase it this way every place, but it phrases it here. The person's soul will be cut off from its people, meaning the person who does not bring the Korban Pesach, and he does not have an acceptable alibi for his failure to do so, is no longer a part of the Jewish nation. He has lost his membership. He will be cut off from his people. And with this, we can understand Rashi's havamina here. Rashi thought he entertained the possibility very seriously that maybe any time a non Jew comes and decides to be a Jew, that he right away, no matter what the date in the calendar is, he has to bring a Korban Pesach. Because just like the failure to bring a Korban Pesach on the part of a Jew, Kicks him out of the club, cuts him off from his nation, cuts him off from the Jewish nation. So, similarly, the, the reverse is that someone who wants to become part of the Jewish nation, having been born outside of the nation, someone who wants to come and join the nation, has to bring a korban pesach. Uh, we should bring it right now. Why wait? That was Rashi's Havamina. We see this idea also expressed, I think, by Rav Hirsch. Rav Hirsch on this Bosek uh, comments that the Torah in several places emphasizes that when it comes to the laws of Pesach, the ger and the ezrach are the same, that both the convert and the born the citizen, the born Jew, are the same. More so than by other mitzvahs. It's halachically true by all mitzvahs, that that what, what, what a regular Jew, what a born Jew has to do, a ger has to do. But there is a special emphasis in the Torah, that when it comes to Pesach, the Torah emphasizes more that the Ger and the, 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 uh, the Ezrach, the born Jew, they both have to do the same thing. And Rav Hirsch explains, because by doing the Korban Pesach, I'll read here the Hebrew, of course, Rav Hirsch wrote in German, that I can't help you with. whom um mitzareif atzmai al over yehudi by bringing the Korban Pesach, the ger is joining himself, he is attaching himself to the entire Jewish past. He is making himself a part of Jewish history. Asher hofeich mikano lahabol shaloi, which now becomes, which is now transformed from now on into his own past, into his own history. By bringing the Korban Pesach, by, by recognizing the, the importance of the, of the events of Yetzius Mitzrayim, the gear is saying, he is demonstrating that the Jewish history is my history, is his history. And therefore, Rav Hirsch says that through this act of Korban Pesach, so l'invoya me All of the differences which might spring, which might flow from the differences in their in their descent, in their biological descent, uh, the the born Jew is is biologically descended from Avram Yitzhakriyakor, the Ger is descended from uh, some other nation. All of the differences that might come about because of these differences in descent, they are misbatel, They, they become null and void. The Ger becomes part of our historical community. And I think we can say based on this, that just as the Korban Pesach serves as the convert's ticket of admission into the Jewish nation and its history, in the same way it serves the born Jew as a yearly renewal of his membership. That is why a Jew who is unable to perform this critical membership renewal is given a second chance to do so. The Korban Pesach is not merely a very important particular commandment. Rather, it is a ticket of admission into the historical community whose essence is the performance of mitzvahs.